Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Here tonight, you've got Ian. And Bonnie. And Conan. We saw the bills. You gave me the heads up before I even saw the bill, Conan. You said electricity supply rates are going to double. You said this back in, I think, July. Watch your next bill. And sure enough, they did. And on the bottom of the bill, it said something about, you know, we had to raise the rates due to the cost of liquefied natural gas. And that was all they said. They didn't have like a lengthy uh, explainer or anything about that as to why the LNG prices were going up. But it's obvious, right? It's the Russian uh, Oh, absolutely. It's Putin's right? price hike. Well, in this case, it's because of the sanctions that were placed against Putin. Right. And Russia is a huge supplier to Europe. There are some countries in Europe that are getting 40%, like Italy, for instance, getting 40% of their natural gas supply or were getting 40% from Russia. Well, they still need to get that gas. They still need to have it to burn through to get through the winter time. Oh yeah, so if they want it, they're buying it from China. Right. Which is buying it from Russia. Russia. Exactly. <laughs> How do you like that math? More expensive because oh, yeah. it has a middle China man. is ramping up on the price. Correct. So how does that affect us here in the United States? Well there's an interesting story here about New England, and I suspect this is going to affect anywhere that needs natural gas, so probably to some extent the rest of the uh, the northern United States as well. But according to, this is the Wall Street Journal, the New England power producers are preparing for potential strain on the grid this winter as a surge in natural gas demand abroad threatens to reduce supplies that they need to generate electricity. Because the New England is full of a bunch of old hippies who hate nuclear power mm-hmm. yep. and have been working for decades to stop nuclear power. There was even a nuclear power plant in Brattleboro, Vermont, which is just, you know, 30 minutes west of here. Right. Let's be specific. Those hippies you're talking about, most of them are in Vermont, which is where, the, po- of which is, which is where the power plant was. One of them used to live across the street from me. We've, one got, of we've our, got a couple of them. Yeah. They, he bragged about how he sat in front of the... Uh, the New Hampshire plant in the 1970s in an act of civil disobedience and got arrested. Uh, and look where we're at. Thanks, hippies. So that's one factor. Do so we wh- have one in New Hampshire anyway? There is one. Yeah, it's in uh, the Seacoast area, yep, yep. I think. And apparently, according to Carly Garrick uh, from the Free State Project, there's apparently some level of authorization in New Hampshire t- for a second plant. So New Hampshire could have a second nuclear power plant. Apparently, the, the existing plant sells a giant portion of its power that it generates to surrounding states. So, you know, well, I hope, they they're, making, it here I hope they're making it good money because yeah. they, otherwise they could be selling it to their own, their own people. Right. That's silly. Well, you know what? It's good to hear that. We need to get building a new one. New England, which relies on the natural gas imports to bridge winter supply gaps, is now competing with European countries for shipments of liquefied natural gas following Russia's halt of most pipeline gas to the European continent. Power producers in New England are limited in their ability to store fuel on site and face challenges in contracting for gas supplies as most pipeline capacity is reserved by gas utilities serving the homes and businesses. So like here in, in Keene where, where we live, most homes have a gas line, natural gas line going directly to them. So for instance, the hot water here in this home is heated by a gas operated hot water heater. Right. Um, but uh, so it's saying here the electric companies can only get so much of the pipeline because most of it's going, in di- you know, directly to uh, to homes. 
Most generators tend to procure only a portion of imports with fixed price agreements and instead rely on the spot market where gas prices have been volatile to fill shortfalls. So if, if they're short on gas, they got to buy whatever the price is at the moment and they get hosed. Basically. Do you remember before all this even started, I'm talking Putin's price hike mm-hmm. and the war in Ukraine and whatnot, or the uh, debacle in Ukraine, um, the, the last time I looked at U.S. fuel and electricity, they were only, they were only getting 2% of their electric from other countries. Mm-hmm. Probably, it was probably Russia. It was probably Alaska getting some from Russia. Mm-hmm. What, what, where did all this why why are we suffering like we are if we were only getting 2% of our fuel from other countries back a year ago less than a year ago hmm well i don't know that's a great question i'm uh, I'm, I'm, I'm i smell a scam hmm uh, it may be the case and wasn't well, this more about natural gas than electricity well, well they right. use they use natural gas and coal to run the electric plants yeah that's hmm. true i don't know i don't know Conan. that's a good question um, but the story continues. It says here, uh, Tani Bodell is a partner at the consulting firm Stone Turn, who advises energy companies. She says, anybody who's depending on the spot market for their natural gas supply is probably going to have a pretty significant sticker shock. New England has been grappling with fuel supply challenges for more than a decade, according to this. We got Major Payne on the line. He's in Michigan. Go ahead, Major. Yeah, when, you're, when your teeth are chattering, your pride will falter. Yep. Yeah, indeed. So what's up, um, man? Anyway. Uh, yeah, I got a hot biscuit for you, but, uh, oh, guys, were you, I got a million dollar corporation for you. Remember Roto Rooter? Are you talking about router problems? I guess sure. we need, now need Router Rooter. Yeah, that'd be nice. What's that? Isn't that, isn't that a toilet cleaner? Yeah, Roto Rooter uh, was yeah, like, they, they root out the problem. Right. Wasn't Roto Rooter just like liquid plumber or whatever? No, no, no. They were, uh, like a they were actually a company, and if you had like roots growing in your, Pipes and whatnot, uh, they come in and hog them out and such. I see. So it's an actual machine. Anyway, Sounds like so, a dirty uh, job. Yeah. Oh, it is, but somebody's got to do it. Yeah, mic- mm-hmm. micro would be. Every, every, everybody likes to take a turd in the morning, so guys <laughs> keep them pipes clean. You just like to. All right, Major, anything else? So, yeah, the uh, you won't believe what the CDC voted 15 to nothing on today. They're mm. going to try to mandate. All of our children have to have this damn Fauci outie as a part of their school vaccination process. Wow, I don't remember ever electing a CDC board. This just popped today. Wow. Wow, Get your kids out of the government schools. I mean, that is the, that is the solution here. I mean, if you ever needed another reason for it, because there's plenty of reasons to not send your kids to government school. Number one, they're going to indoctrinate them to believe that the government is great and the government is good, and that the vaccine works right. as as well, they, they as were, advertised. They were just talking about they were just talking about standard evidence that people between like eighteen and thirty eight that took the poke, um, about uh, oh hell, I forget the percentage, but like fourteen twenty eight percent just dropped over dead within like three months. My my brother in law fell over like a tree. My sister came home, found him with his nose in the carpet. She went to the wow. grocery store, came back. He was dead. He as was a dead. Oh, my wow. God. Major, thanks for sharing and that he news. he was a healthy dude, man. He never drank anything but wine. Yeah, there's a shocking smoke. number of healthy people who have just keeled over. Sports uh, Sports players. athletes, all, yeah. especially yeah, in Europe. young jocks with healthy hearts and whatnot. Wham! It's crazy. They drop like a stone. Yep, and they're still pushing more boosters, more boosters. There's all new, you know, new fear-mongering campaign yeah, about a new... Trying to make a, now they're trying to ride the kids for the vaccines. 
Man, yeah, it's this, sick. This, I'm telling you what, it's coming to hell. If you've never had your kids in government schools, they're like too young or whatever, never put them never in. Never put them in. One, never of the, one, of the worst, one of the worst mistakes I ever made. Yeah. If you live in a state where you and can't. I, and I knew better, too. Hating school growing up myself, mm-hmm. I, you know, I knew better. Hmm. Well, some people think that, you know, they hate school, but that's just not a, a reason not to send their kids there. Like, oh, kids are just going to hate it. But um, it's definitely a big reason to not send your kids there because, I mean, making them miserable and not like to learn isn't good. That's but what I, school does. Yeah, well, I, it's, but it's daycare for most most Americans. It's right. daycare. Yep. Most, most, most people in this world use school. Government school as a daycare system, sure so they do. can go to work, so that yeah. they have enough money to pay the yeah. to pay the taxes to pay for the school. Right, and of course, they're increased energy now. And um, another thing I was going to say is, if you live in a state where it's illegal to, or it's going to make it really hard to um, homeschool your kids, you might want to rethink where you live. Absolutely. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, I can't move my kids." Well, can you watch your kid die mm. because they had to get a vaccine? Yeah, great, great point. Isn't it worth it? Whatever it costs. An, ex- out from there. an expert committee on Wednesday recommended that the COVID-19 shots become part of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention CDC vaccine program for children, mm. which provides many types of free inoculations to millions of kids every year. And I don't know who this crackpot uh, special expert committee is. I think they're, I, I guess they're the CDC representatives. The anointed ones, probably coming from the pharmaceutical industry, been appointed to a board, you know, that kind of thing. Probably executives from. Thanks, Reuters. Te- tell me who this committee is. They're not saying. They're, ex- they're just experts. Yeah, that's good enough for most people. Oh, the experts said so. We're just going to pump this experimental drug into our yeah, children's keywords. Veins. Keywords. Let's not forget this is still an experimental drug that has never been put into humans before mm-hmm. until two years ago. Bad slave is on the line in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. We all understand that uh, Biden, uh, one of his first, uh, you know executive orders which shouldn't even be applying uh you know anywhere but in federal zones but uh, uh the fact is is that that he did all kinds of executive orders to reduce the capacity of of uh, of american uh fuel production Mm. You mean domestic, uh, various different, so it wasn't just oil that he, he affected, it was others, other t- forms of energy? Well, oil and, and natural gas mm-hmm. and, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he rolled back, uh, or brought back in, uh, you know, uh, regulation that, uh, in fact was, uh, uh, you know, just on the uh, on the grid of you know the, the the federal regulations that they try to uh, apply there, and and I just you know there's this war on energy, and you know you can only uh, you know have solar or uh, uh, wind or, less effective versions of. The type of energy that humans have, you know, already discovered because they want to, uh, you know, make us have to be more reliant on them in the name of, oh, healing the planet and helping the planet and global warming. And one of the most uh, uh, reductions of of carbon production, which I personally think that we want more carbon, 
but uh, you know, and CO2. Oh yeah, gardeners, uh, gardeners love it. They love it so much that they pump it right go. into their greenhouses. I'd love to see uh, it, it get it, warmer. That'd be nice. Warmth would be good. A major uh, portion of plant food. Uh, you know, if you don't have yeah. CO, if you don't have enough CO2, you don't have plants. We're all gonna starve. Yeah. The White House Office of Science and Technology Policy has launched a five-year research plan that aims to develop methods of reflecting sunlight back into space in order to cool the planet and save wow. it from global warmings. It's not science fiction anymore. It's not mm-hmm. Snowpiercer. You know, these knucklehead uh, scientists and, and uh, planners come on every now and every five years or so and spill the beans and it's like, oh no, no, that's just science fiction. It's just theoretical. They just, they're just talking what could be. No, 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 no. That's just Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Exactly. He said he wanted to block out the sun. Are they talking? What are they talking about? Are they talking about the cloud? Uh, not cloud seeding. It's called they... uh, stratification. Right. A... So they're going to spray metals in the, in some, the sky. Some right? type of blockage into the sky to block the sunlight back into space. Now, that sounds been people... terrible for human beings who need the sunlight to synthesize vitamin D. Which, and by the way, the which, by the you... way, have you not seen Snowpiercer? Have you not I seen haven't. The Matrix? I've seen That's that That's exactly yeah. the premise of the damn movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They blocked the sunlight out, and look where it got them. Yeah, underground. But, yeah, but in your, in and you correct. And, and, by the way, uh, new, new studies have just come out real recently. Of course, they, these are old. Uh, a lot of people have been saying this forever. Sunscreen. There's a whole bunch of stuff in sunscreen that's not good for you, yeah. mm-hmm. including, but, but, but most, es- but most especially, it blocks your vitamin D intake. Mm, but, but, but there is other things in there that uh, might be carcinogenic. Yikes! Causing cancer. Causing cancer. Oh, oh yeah. How do you like that? Well, look at that. Look at talcum powder. Mm. <laughs> Same thing. People have been splashing it on their body, on their on their most sensitive body parts forever, and all over their babies. What's mm-hmm. that do? Carcinogenic. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And and I think that people that care the most about putting sunscreen on end up looking the oldest when they get old anyway. Well, but I have seen some old, old hippie girls who have, who've never used sunscreen and are just out there soaking up the sun, especially the sunbathers. Well, too mm. much of a good thing. And yeah, they look like zombie, uh, leathery mummies. Oh so I'm going to give you a big reason why prices are going to be going up. For power here, at the very least, this story is about New England. I don't know how much this affects the rest of the country. If your power company relies on natural gas to generate power, it's going to affect you too. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. If you buy natural gas for whatever reason, like you know, like I said, it's, it's piped to the home here that we're broadcasting from. Uh, that price is going to go up as well because the natural gas suppliers are selling to Europe now at a much higher price, rather than selling to you down the street or, you know, across the country, they're going all the way, you know, shipping on cargo containers, cargo ships, all the way across, you know, the, uh, the Atlantic Ocean to get it over there to, uh, to Europe. And they're not, they're not selling it here. So why? Well, in addition to the price issue, according to the Wall Street Journal, imports of liquefied natural gas can make up more than a third of New England's natural gas supply during periods of peak demand, according to the Energy Information Administration. The Jones Act, a law restricting the movement of ships between U.S. ports, makes maritime delivery of domestic supplies nearly impossible. So let me... Isn't that a really old law? It is. You mean from state to state? Yes. So just to clarify what they're saying here, let's say 
And I don't know where the hot spots are for liquefied natural gas production here in the United States. But let's just say that one of the hot spots is over in western U.S. somewhere, right? Or or down in the south or wherever. Somewhere away from, from New England. They're making uh, liquefied natural gas, and it would make the most sense to put it on a big-ass freighter and send that freighter up uh, over you know the Atlantic Ocean or whatever to come to New England and deliver it here. Why is that not happening? Because of the Jones Act. And what is the Jones Act? Well, I didn't know no, about the, the Jones the Act. Be, the best option would be just to put a pipe. Yeah, it would. It would. But that's not here. And and, and bury it. And no one will even know it's there. Yeah. Well, the instead, instead, they put it on railroad cars. Well, they say there are pipelines, but uh, apparently most of the, uh, the the percentage of the pipeline is going to homes and businesses directly. Rather you know what than- I think? They don't want us to be digging around because they don't want us to find their little... Tunnels. They're, they're where they hide, where the crab people live. Yeah. Okay. The reptiles. Well, uh, anyway, what is the Jones Act? It is an old. I didn't know what it was until Mark went down to the Mariana Islands a couple years ago. He went down there to live there for a couple months. I've just heard of it. and I don't know why. I just know it's old. The Jones Act restricts domestic shipping. So if you have something in Florida and you want to ship it to New England. You cannot hire a foreign ship to do it. Why would you need to hire a foreign ship? That's why I'm confused about. There, it, they might be available instead of a Floridian right. ship. They might be willing to do it cheaper. Okay, but so all that ha- happens is Florida hires a Floridian ship, and what then if it's there's fine? none available. Is this, what about ju- right, is this article covering whether this is just speculation or this is the actual problem? No, this is a huge problem. They cannot import. Maybe there aren't any tankers. That are available, Bonnie, for this purpose. I, may, there may be very, very few, if any. I don't know what the current what about the, trucks? The numbers are. There's well, probably trucks you can trucks. do. You can do, but that's then you're burning, you know, even more fuel to ship fuel somewhere. So, you know, there's there's discounts, right? When you do volume, whether whether it be buying something at Sam's Club or Costco or whatever, when you buy something that's bigger, you get a better price, right? So when you pay to ship something, and you can ship an S-ton of it all at once, you're going to get a better price than if you pay, you know, a 100 trucks to drive from the location to to the delivery location. Yeah, I would but, imagine this is this is causing some effect to my gas price doubling. Yeah. But I don't uh, but just some. I don't think it's the in, the, the entirety no, of it all. No, it's mostly because Europe is is demanding this this product. I mean, that's, I think you, I think you're right on that fact and I think it's also the new administration and their cutbacks on certain pipelines, you know, in our country. So it says here it makes maritime delivery of domestic supplies nearly impossible. So the fact that it says that Bonnie suggests that there are virtually no big tankers that are registered or usable for this purpose in the United States. And if it's not registered in the United States, the Jones Act says you can't use it. It is literally illegal for a company to hire a shipper from anywhere else in the world to take something from a U.S. state to another U.S. state. And why? Why was that Jones Act Protectionism. The same reason why they make all kinds of regulations and licensing, to protect the American companies from competition. Yep. The American companies went to the government and they said, hey, we don't want all these Chinese shippers coming in here and taking our business. We don't want any of these European shippers or these African shippers or these Caribbean shippers or whoever. 
coming in and taking our business. So they literally just outlawed the competition. Wow. And that's why the Jones Act is so again the Mariana Islands doesn't it, they're exempt from the Jones Act. So you can get all kinds of cheap stuff there. Even though you're on an island, you're obviously mm-hmm. going to pay more for things because you're on an island. But they can have things brought in from any shipper wow. anywhere in the world. Well, they have no restriction. Yeah. But, you know, there are all kinds of nonsense rules like this, like for sugar, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it would actually be cheaper to buy real sugar cane from the Caribbean and from uh, Latin America than to actually produce and export or not export, but produce and actually pro- uh, uh, ship out. Sugar cane, or not sugar cane, but uh, corn, corn syrup. Corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup. But, but they subsidize that. They subsi- not only do they subsidize uh, corn syrup, but uh, they, per- they tax and the they, hell out of... They tariff the sugar, don't they? Sugar cane. Yeah, they tariff it. Yeah, that's, and that's why that's Mexican a problem. ketchup tastes better than American ketchup, apparently. Things. Yep. When you consider how many bureaucrats and how many people are arguing against the Jones Act, which I hadn't even heard of before mm-hmm. tonight, I call scapegoat. This is exactly what government does when they break something, and they did. It's called the the, the whole energy crisis that we're mm-hmm. suffering through. Is, they is, created is, this. is through regulation and through shutting down pipelines yeah. and, and going through, to war, going to war stuff that they caused, and they're scapegoating to something else that's easy to attack, some old law. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it has anything to do with anything. Jones, I, I you know maybe it does, but not not doubling my no. The my biggest problem is Russia energy costs. Um, you know, locking out the natural gas supply to Europe, which of course is coming from the sanctions that Europe and the U.S. are putting against Russia. So the big the big problem is the war. But we all know that's not going to stop. Well, one right? thing I haven't had a, a update on for a long time is. All of the ships that there weren't enough drivers and people working on the ships, like, did that resolve itself? Yeah, you mean the backlog of the ships out in, uh, California? Out west, yeah, out in California. It's not just ships, it's rail, it's, it's truckers. Everyone's having a hard time. On? I don't know, Bonnie, that's an excellent question. And if you want to look into it, I'd be interested in hearing that answer. Every, that t- was... every time one of our truckers call in, our listeners out mm-hmm. there in the, in the big rigs, they're, they're telling us how bad it is, especially in these shipping centers. Where the where the crates are backed up mm-hmm. and where there's not enough people and it's and a lot and by the way it's not just uh, people having people to work it's a lot of it's union crap but you remember like that can't work on Sundays right, and nonsense right. like that the L A port for instance uh, they weren't working overnights it wasn't a 24 hour port right Joe Biden signed an executive order ordering them to go 24 seven last year yeah I remember that is that still happening I don't know and that's the, that's the thing Bonnie this hasn't come back into the news. So I don't know if, what that means. At least we haven't seen it. And it seems like it's been at least a year since we talked about that story where there was like 60 to 100 something cargo ships that were just sitting there waiting their turn to unload their shipments from China or wherever into the uh, the Los Angeles yep. port and Long Beach, I think, was the other one. So, yeah, I'd be very interested in knowing if uh, if that's still going on. Well, I know as the last leg of the shipping operation, I am a courier. I deliver for Amazon and for the post mm-hmm. office. Uh, I can tell you they can't find anyone to work for them. It is so hard. And I tell you what, and I work with a bunch of oldsters, bunch of bunch of folk who are about to retire, like in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, when those two, the two guys I work with, when they retire, you ain't getting your toilet paper, your dog food, your whatever delivered to your home because there's no one is not going to no be there's not going to be anyone. This summer, as I said, the governors of New England requested that the federal government waive the Jones Act to allow for domestic liquid national uh, natural gas imports to the region. 
New England residents are facing some of their largest electricity bills in years and are likely to pay even more this winter because of higher gas prices. Utilities purchase electricity from generators on the wholesale market and recoup those costs from customers. The chief executive of Calpine Corp., which operates several plants in the region, said he expects fuel supplies this winter to be sufficient but expensive. The circumstances, he said, might warrant the need for the grid operator to implement stronger incentives for power producers to store or contract for firm supplies ahead of winter. He says the goal should be put in place a market mechanism that's actually durable for all but the most egregious situations. He said, New England's challenges are becoming more acute as older coal, oil, and nuclear fuel generators close, leaving gas-fired ones to serve a greater percentage of demand. Since 2013, about 5,200 megawatts of that capacity has retired. It's just gone away, Mm. according to the New England ISO, an amount equal to roughly a quarter of peak winter demand. Some older plants risk closing faster and they can be replaced by renewable energy projects, which account for the majority of new capacity proposed for the region. So just to recap that, the people who are pushing for the so-called green energy... The people who act like they're the ones that have empathy for other people... Right. ...are unable to roll out their precious green energy projects fast enough to replace the shuttering old power plants that are just closing down the generators that are closing down on these old systems and they're, they're not being replaced fast enough. And that was a problem that we saw in, uh, in California where the, you know, the demand to push towards green has resulted in serious supply issues out there. It's just not able to handle the demand. The, the, the demand for energy is not able to be met by this green solution. Well, whatever they're going to do, is not going to make the problem better unless they undo the things that created it in the first place. Well, it so never makes the problem better. They just say that it's making the problem better. People end up being, oh, I guess this is better because I don't remember 10 minutes ago. That's that's mm-hmm. another big problem that human beings don't remember last Thursday. And so they re, they're yeah. prone to repeating the same mistake over and over and over again, believing, oh, we know if we switch from this party to this party, it'll all be better. We get this, yeah. if we get this new president, it'll all be better, but it never is. That's, that's all true. People do not understand that when the, the government hands out a check, says, Oh, you guys are having a tough time buying gas. Oh, here's a check. We're going to make everything better. Yeah. California is oh, doing that. I think we're getting like, New Hampshire is going to get like $500 or something. Wow. I didn't see if, that. If you, Who's going to get $500? If you can apply and you have economic stress, you can get like a $500 From check. From New Hampshire? Well, good question. It's probably mm-hmm. come from one of these st- federal stimulus uh, okay. bills. But New Hampshire's handing it out? Yeah. They're handing the money yeah. out? I see. So, yeah, that's what they're going to do here. That's their golden crutch is to just print money into thin air and then send out checks to people as though that's going to make things better. And we know that doesn't make things better. That actually just extenuates the problem by increasing the money supply, and that is what the definition of inflation is. So there's no way – that's what I'm saying. The only way out of this is to undo the things they've done would be to to decide – to stop, uh, you know, stop supporting this Ukraine situation and printing money. Stop having, yeah. uh, not rations and handing out billions to the military industrial complex and funding big pharma with ex- experimental vaccines. All kinds of, we just keep going down the list of all the things they do w- wait that is wasteful and that is just, uh, causing a, a, a deepening hole that we're stuck in. 
And, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, it's going to come down to food and, and uh, electricity and, uh, the, the, no one be able to buy homes because of the real estate, uh, boom. In a lot There's of so, times. There are so many. Maybe a crash now. Well, I, it has to yeah. be. I mean, have you seen real estate these days? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about it the other night. What, Bunny? And a lot of times it's hard to figure out, like, who's at fault when a lot of things are going wrong in the world. But one thing we can say that, like, the United States could do right now is uh, get rid of the, not rations, the sanctions on Russia. It's just strange. No one ever heard, talked about Ukraine. Like, when I was a kid and people, like, once in a while would be like, I'm French. What are you? And I'd say, oh, I'm Ukrainian. Other little kids would be like, I don't know what that is. And now it's like, nobody ever talked about it. And now people are like, oh, I care enough about this country that I think we should all pay more for gas. It's just weird. Correct. The same people who, didn't know, who didn't know what Ukraine was, that it was even a country two years ago, <laughs> uh, still can't point to it on a map right mm-hmm. now, even yep. though they know that uh, we need to c- c- keep up sanctions with Russia in order to save good old Zelensky, who may or may not be real. Have you have you seen the because uh, he, did, he did a bunch of hologram work mm-hmm. earlier this year? And so there's these green screen pictures floating around right now as mm-hmm. we speak. I've seen him in front of the green screen wearing his uh, Death Star shirt or whatever. Well, it was. it's not just a green screen. It's he's surrounded by green screen and huh. cameras all around him so that they, they, they can produce this hologram effect. Oh, weird. And there's, I haven't and, seen that. And when no. you and when you start to hear about all of the uh, Hollywood stars who are actually giving their likenesses over to like, uh, I think Bruce Willis is one mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. yeah, he's actually he sold his rights. He did. To be a AI forever. Who's to say Zelensky didn't do the same thing? So that when yeah. they off him because he's a problem, wanting all this money, he's always coming out with his hand out. I need more billions. Mm-hmm. I need more billions. They're gonna off this dude, and he's gonna be he's gonna be a friggin' deep fake hologram come soon. I don't know. They put him in the place though. I mean, it was it wasn't at the CIA that set him up in the first place. Who knows? 2014. Maybe that was the purpose of all these buildings. There's a lot of buildings in uh, different cities that are big circles. And uh maybe Ian will help me remember what the word for it was. It's like chronospheres or something something hmm. like that. They're big you mean it in Ukraine? No, all over the world. And people the you know, fake history you mean the hydrogen colliders. Uh I know they're just like they're told to be oh, this was a form of entertainment in the like early eighteen hundreds. It's a place where they would have a big picture of like some event like the crucifixion and people would go there and they'd feel like they were surrounded by the whole picture and like they were really there. That sounds like BS to me. Why would anybody be that entertained by that to where we need one in every city? And uh I think it's, it's a, a it's fake a, history. It's a sort of escapism. It's just like it's the re- same reason people watch movies or listen to music or play video games. And I think to- it's fake. I think that those things did something else. And what you're describing was Zelensky being surrounded by green screens, maybe in the world before that, you know. Well, they, they were taking pictures of every angle of his face hmm. and body so that they can upload it to a program to I'm just saying maybe we had technology like that before. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's certainly no evidence that we know of for that, Bonnie, but that's, uh, you know, there's always a theory that aliens brought people here or something like that a long time ago. Or there's a Stargate or whatever. Who knows? Did you or someone you love work, live, or serve at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1988? If you or someone you know lived, served, or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1988 and has cancer, Parkinson's disease, or another serious health issue, they are entitled to compensation. To see if they are eligible, they need to call Liberty Legal. Contaminants in the drinking water have led to these serious diseases and legislation is now available for 
veterans and family members who may qualify for financial help from the government. There may be a time deadline, so don't wait. Call 888-918-1037. Anyone that has lived, worked, or served at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1988 and has had cancer, Parkinson's disease, or another serious health issue, the money is already set aside. 888-918-1037. 888-918-1037. This is from Zero Hedge. It says, while people in Europe face the prospect of not being able to afford heat to, um, for their homes this winter and experiencing freezing dark blackouts, Bill Gates declared that in the long run, the energy crisis is a good thing. Pe- oh, okay. Quote, people did get a little optimistic about how quickly the transition could be done. The transition. Without the Russian natural gas being available in Europe, it's a setback, he says. We need to find non-Russian hydrocarbon sources to substitute for those, or so though, for those, so there's coal plants running and variety of things because, you know, keeping, you know, people warm, keeping those economies in decent shape is a priority, but, no, it's not. Fighting a war is the priority for the state. That's what their priority is, but obviously. He continued, now on the other hand, it's good for the long run because people won't want to be dependent on Russian natural gas. So they'll move to these new approaches more rapidly, like his breakthrough energy ventures, climate technology, which is a carbon tax investment company. That's his company? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's right in that... Whenever the government puts a barrier in front of the marketplace, they will, you know, the marketplace will find ways around it. They they will act to do the best they can to keep their prices as low as possible. But the government is putting artificial barriers out there that inevitably is going to raise the prices, even though the market's going to do things like try to build new pipelines and try to get new shipping lanes, you know, open and, and try to build new relationships for energy sourcing. It's t- it's going to take time. And the government has made this harder. Well, Gates published a state of the energy transition Tuesday. Like, I don't know why he thinks he gets to, you he's know, the put, expert. Yeah. Uh, declaring that it should be the responsibility of countries such as the United States, which have prospered from burning fossil fuels, to move to completely decarbonize all sectors of the economy. He writes, Many countries in Europe and North America fill the atmosphere with carbon to achieve prosperity, and it's both unrealistic and unfair to expect everyone else to forego a more comfortable life because that carbon turned out into climate change. The plan is to build back better. The plan is to break yeah. the system down so that he can come in and save the day. Well, I don't know what he means when he says the market's not going to be able to build. What was it? Press reset and build back up what? He, what unless, he, he might be talking about uh, the government needs to, to step in and subsidize. That's definitely and what he's create, talking Create about. regulations in order because the free markets. He's saying the free market is not capable of fixing this problem. Yeah, he just says, I don't think the market by itself can press reset on an entire economy in just a few decades. We need a plan to speed the process uh, up. Yeah, see, I don't even know what press he's reset. talking about on an entire economy in just a few decades. I don't know. Maybe he's saying it's too... The market can do amazing things if it's actually free to operate. And it's not. In yeah. fact, one of the least free sectors of the market is energy production. It's one of the most highly regulated... I mean, next to healthcare, probably, it's one of the most highly regulated sectors. There's a very limited amount of suppliers 
They're limited uh, by government licensing and restrictions. You can only choose usually from one power company yep. in your area, yep. and that's all you get. And it's thanks to government. They're the ones who did this. Here's a more recent uh, article on the TerraPower. Bill Gates' nuclear innovation company TerraPower announced Monday, that was in July of this year, it has secured at least $750 million in new funding. Funding was co-led by Gates and S. Key Gates as, as the, is the founder. Who is S. Key Gates? I don't know. This, one of his kids or something? Could be. Is the founder? Did he have she, a divorce with his wife? Recently? Yeah, but he's got he's got a bunch of kids, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, saying, so it's probably not her. She, what was her name? Melinda. Uh, yeah, Melinda Gates. Yeah. Melinda. How do you spell Key? Belinda, B- B- which is the uh, yeah. Uh, S. Key, one of South Korea's largest energy provider. Oh, it's a it's a S. Key Gates a is a freaking company in South oh. Korea. Uh, okay. Oh. It, they invested two hundred fifty million. The money will be used to develop nuclear energy technology and innovations in nuclear and medi- nuclear medicine, according to a statement from TerraPower. Quote, whether it's addressing climate change with carbon-free advanced nuclear energy or fighting cancer with nuclear isotopes, our team is deploying technology solutions and investors across the world, and they're taking note, Chris Levest, the CEO of TerraPower, said in a statement. So they're going to town. They're ste- they're, they've stepped in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, is only, this is only from July. So this week... Goldback announced the first ever silverback. Just the one with the dragon on it. The yeah. dragon on it. You've I seen saw, it. I saw it You've last night. I actually, I actually put five votes into it to get one. Yeah, I put some in too. Uh, so what are these things? Well, you, we've talked a lot about the goldback. They're beautiful, interchangeable gold money that you can carry in your wallet. It's made of real gold. I do it. I carry it in my wallet. I use them at local businesses that accept the goldback. I've paid individuals with them for various different services and, and products. I'm a huge fan of the goldback. But one of the biggest questions has been, well, how come there's not a silverback? Well, I'm a little confused. What's the big, what, what's so great about a silverback when silver is already pretty divisible? That's my question. Like a little coin of silver isn't like a hundred dollars, is mm-hmm. it? No, it's already no. pretty One ounce of divisible. silver is, I think, around 20 bucks right now. Well, do you so, walk, I mean, it's, you have a 20 in your pocket, you might have a 100 in your pocket, and you might have a $1 piece in your pocket. So silver is just a smaller denomination to but work with. But how small is this going to be? Isn't this going to be like less than a dollar? Yeah, that's the problem with this, Bonnie, is it doesn't work economically. So what has happened is... You have to use calculators. No, it just doesn't work at all. Uh, so I'll explain that here. So, uh, so the gold back, the smallest division of the gold back is one one thousandth of an ounce of gold right now. They're retailing for about $3.50 or $3.70. Some sellers are selling them higher than that, but that's like the lower end is three fifty is what you'll pay for a gold back right now. One one thousandth of an ounce of silver would be like two cents, right? Yeah, I heard that today. So I was like, wow, what what is the uh, point of yeah. that? It's not like we need a bunch of two pence pieces yeah so it doesn't it doesn't make any sense because the manufacturing process to manufacture the gold back cost is more. Be expensive yeah yeah it's fairly costly so it just doesn't make any sense to have a silver back right now but when you go to the goldback website and you look at their news section it tells you all about this project and why it was done and it was done as more of a proof of concept like can you make a silverback? Can it look as nice as the goldback? Can it be at least close in usability and quality? So and why don't they just pump durability? up the silver content and well, just that, go, and go to town? It doesn't help, though, Conan. And think about this. It, it'll be too thick, and it wouldn't be, yeah, it'd be it wouldn't too ha- thick. It wouldn't be worth much. First, we got uh, Larry in Indianapolis. Go ahead, Larry. Well, you know something? What we're talking about now it was the food and everything. People are neglect overlooking the fact that water is the most essential resource 
that's being polluted now, and also you're being forced to lug uh, bottles of water into your house every week if you don't want to drink uh, water that's uh, full of grease. L- Larry, so, I'll even, uh, I don't even trust that water. Yeah, uh, that is full of grease in the either. form of plastic. In the form of fluoride, in the form of all kinds of nonsense, chlorine. Yeah, what are you going to do? I tried to get a well, well uh, done on my property, $6,000. I'm saving up for it, but then you, you never know. Yeah, and if you live in the city, you can't even do that. If you if I wanted to put a well in my backyard, living as close to the city as I do, nope, not going to happen. You well, got you got city water, that's it. You're going to have to drink our, uh, well, in, good news here in Keene, they don't fluoridate the yep. water. And you can uh, always, you know... Reverse osmosis, the whole house. I absolutely recommend everyone out there, if you've got city water or even well water, uh, get you one of those reverse osmosis uh, filters. You put it right under your sink. Makes that water taste like it came right out of the spring. I got one more thing for you guys. I have here a a, a U.S. What is it? 1957, August 19th, U.S. News and World Report. Now, they were dealing with inflation at that time. You know how they got it under control. They cut the, uh, cut the defense budget over, uh, $4 billion out of a $40 billion budget. And <laughs> Four, it was only 40 now. billion back then? Wow. The good old days. 40 billion, but wow. now. And they can they cut are, 4 billion? Yeah, they cut 4 So that's, billion, t- that's 10%, now, 10%. If you imagine they did that today yeah. out of 800 billion? Eight, what, 80, 80 billion dollar cut? We're getting a con job done on us by the uh, Armenians or whoever they are. They're doing a con job. Every time two people die, they get another 3 or $4 billion. So I don't know what's going on in the country. I hadn't called you guys for a while, but we are being duped and, and just disgraced. So uh, I don't know. I hope people think. The reason why poverty exists the way it does is because people who are poor are forbidden from starting businesses for themselves. They're forbidden from being entrepreneurs. If they're legal, they're just forbidden from working without having a fake Social Security number. Or they're systemically brought up from a very young age to embrace poverty because that's how they get that check. And if they make another couple dollars an hour at the at the food at the Walmart or wherever they work. They might they might lose that bracket that they're a part of mm-hmm. yep. to get that check, and now they well well what's the what's the right. purpose? So the government incentivizes people to stay Absolutely. poor. Absolutely, you think you're better One than me. Thing I'm glad about I'm glad that the poverty pimps are running out of pimp juice because it's it's really comical to watch them shuffle and shake when they can't pay the mortgages on these big old churches that they built, and now in one part of town they're tearing down all these churches they built in the 80s and 90s because. When they had COVID, they proved to be apostates, and, and we had a health director here in the town who told them if they go into their pulpits, they they putting that they're, they're they're exposing their congregation to death. You know, well, it was a death chamber, and we know and that was a joke. Let her come around, Larry. Larry, what did the city tell these these pimps? They tell them to take a walk, take a hike. Well, yeah. Well, what happened is they were mad because it's supposed to be three million, right? And they cut it in half, and all the groups that got money was the well-established white uh, 501c3s. What was $3 million? There was $3 million, the, the crime prevention grants. <laughs> so they actually so, did get money? The, the churches did? Get well, but, who, but, who, but who got the money? Who got the $1.5 million? The white people. This, this organization <laughs> named CHIPS that deals with the Chips? homeless. Chips? Yeah. 
the, 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 the homeless initiative, what they do is, is when there's a big event here in our town, which we're a convention town, they mm-hmm. send all the homeless people out by the airport and hotels. They use that money for that. <laughs> Otherwise, the homeless wow. So all the tourists, place. all the out, out of staters and out of cityers don't see the problem. That may, that only makes they, it, they do this, they do the same thing when the Olympics come to town. Clean up the streets. They clean up the streets. And dump they them back out. Coalition you know for Homelessness Intervention and Prevention is what CHIP stands for there that's in. That's what it is. And, yeah. and I remember when they established it, but what they do is they try to get these homeless people, they have a federal ID number, right? And they get all the benefits they can from the federal government and sell all the dope they can. You know what I'm talking about, the pharmaceuticals, change the situation. We go to Sarah. She's in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live, Sarah. So we now have what we call a a noise camera, and that can result in tickets. And what does that mean, a noise camera? So it registers the noise of of your cars, whether you're speeding or you're um, playing boombox music, or then... Yeah, but yeah, but stop, stop, Sarah. How can a camera? A camera is visual. It has a microphone on it, probably. So right, it's right, not right. a, but it's not a noise camera. It's a, or what does she, what does she call it? She's a calling it a camera. noise camera. Well, maybe because it has a camera to check whose license plate it is to us or like dish out the tickets, but. Right. So why does it have a? So how, why does it have an audio recording option? What does that do? What are they, what are they looking for? She's saying they want to bust people for having their music up too loud. Well, also like some people's exhaust uh, makes too much noise apparently. Well, these people, and by the way, these people, there's a whole South Park episode about these guys. The exhaust people? Yeah. The (laughs) red, the revers, Mm. especially the motorcycle revers. I'm not going to say anything else on the air. Okay. Yeah, yeah, those guys. And then we got the, what, Albuquerque? We got a a boombox people that, they get the ghetto blasters out of their cars. And they drive around Friday and Saturday night, um, all downtown, just blowing everybody's. Um, and they pretty much uh, blow the blocks down. You know, it's like kind of like a tradition here. They got the low rider cars. So is that illegal? It's illegal to have some tunes cranked up at nighttime. But it has to reach a certain decibel. Mm-hmm. It, it, to a, a point where they just become a nuisance. You, you know what I mean? You got well, I mean, everybody I guess revving up their phone. Well, one man's nuisance is another man's party, Sarah. It always annoys me when a car drives past my house, like, playing really loud, annoying music. But it's just a temporary thing. If they were sitting outside my house, then I might make a man from my house go over there and be like, what a are man. you doing? <laughs> Ian, get out there. Yeah, I wouldn't go up there, but I'm just saying, like, I'd get somebody to go out there and be like, what are you doing? Why are you sitting outside my house blasting rap music or whatever? It, but, I mean, it's like a 30-second ordeal. Sarah, why instead of spending all this money on audio-recorded video cameras, why don't they just send a cop out there? These guys are just sitting, I'm taking it, they're just sitting there, probably drinking. Hello, Netherlands. They're getting rid of their, they're down increasing their, their nitrate really? uh, intake and outtake. Nice. And that's why the farmers are revolting there as we speak, by the way. Well, they need to get over that and start regenerative farming. You're saying the farmers want to use the... Oh, the, yeah. Uh, because it's the only way to force plants to grow way past what they naturally should grow and... It's a recommended, it's a necessary uh, fertilizer. You yeah, cut, if have... you cut the nitrates out, you can't grow crap. 
I mean, aren't they aren't nitrates natural? Right. Like, isn't that part of nature? It, not if it gets in the water and starts killing people. It yes, it naturally comes, but it's it's ultimately you can get the most isn't of it, it from byproduct? from dug minerals out of the ground, fertilizers mm-hmm. out of the right. ground. Yeah, fertilizers just got natural. That's, and that's that's the, the easiest way to get it, and that's the most potent potent uh, 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 way to use it. But yes, it's in you know it's na- it is natural. It's in manure. Okay. But uh, yeah, the but Netherlands are the having they're the having manure. their day right now. Did you ha- did you have something you wanted to speak on? No, uh, wanted to get into this cow thing. Well, this is here. this is just one other. So I was talking about the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Their farmers are they have, still ha- protesting oh, out yeah. there. Oh yeah, they're having wow. a, they're having their day because they because of this new nitrate uh, uh, regulations. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are other governments who are trying their best to uh, basically take away your meat uh, and to, and doing this. In the name of climate change, so that, uh, you know, in the next couple of years, next 10 years, whatever, all everyone's eating bugs. So what country am I talking about? Well, of course, it's locked down New Zealand. Mm-hmm. The government there has pledged to reduce methane emissions from farm animals by up to 47 percent by 2050. It's just crazy to think that animals living on the earth are bad for the environment. Well, the argument is. is that cows are especially bad because of their four stomach system. It doesn't, they're probably the most, uh, they produce the most methane out of any, any agricultural animal. Their four stomach system is what is, gives them the ability to turn things that have no nutrients available for humans into a nutrient dense cow. You mean cow. Like grass? Grass and, especially, leaves. especially when you deal with like, for example, our Midwest. You just have you have acres, thousands of acres of land that can't be used for anything, mm-hmm. and you've got Except all you've food. got grazing animals, goats, sheep, cows that can take advantage of this. And not only not only can they uh, do a good job of of uh, cropping this unnes- unuseful uh, material, mm-hmm. but then they turn around and they fertilize it as well, and so they can turn some of these these barren fields into some really nice mm. real estate. That's what I'm talking about. But they step on tortoises, and so we can't have them. Oh, and snails, and that was the whole that was the whole Ammon, Ammon that was the whole rights? Ammon Bundy thing where they 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 took away their water source because they were protecting the stupid tortoise. I just think it's interesting that you've got this group of greenies who, on one hand, would probably be all about animal rights, attacking the cow and saying, oh, well, this animal, we don't want to have this one around. We need to exterminate the cow, right? They, they just want to get rid of cows. Well, they would. That, well, they don't. Well, they end up, especially, Put them in a zoo. especially when it comes to like PETA, where mm-hmm. they're constantly actually killing dogs and cats yeah, they are, yep. and throwing them in dumpsters. Because it's better just to kill them than to actually find someone to raise and adopt them. That's what I think is weird about the whole pug situation. People say that it's immoral to have a pug. New Zealand's government on Tuesday proposed taxing the greenhouse gas, the greenhouse gases that farm animals make from burping and peeing as part of a plan to tackle climate change. <laughs> The government said the farm levy would be a world first and that farmers should wow. be able to recoup the cost by charging more That's climate friendly want. products. But farmers quickly condemned the plan. Federated Farmers, the industry industry's main lobby group, said the plan would rip the guts out of small new town or new uh, small town New Zealand yeah. and see farms replaced with trees. Yeah, it's clear what they're trying to do here. They're trying to put the beef business out of business. Well, I mean, they want to reduce Methane emissions by 
Yeah, that means reduce the cows by 47%. That's How because- else do you do that? You, there's, there is no other option except in my next article that talks about mm-hmm. cow masks, which might actually do it, but someone is <gasps> going to make a lot of money selling They're going to put masks, masks on cows? That's yeah. just horrible. <laughs> it's really That's it's, really mean. It's really bad. Federated Farmers President Andrew Hoggard said farmers had been trying to work with the government for more than two years on an emissions reduction plan that can't work unless you put masks on them, that wouldn't decrease food production. Quote, our plan was to keep farmers farming, Hoggard said. Instead, he said farmers would be selling their farms so fast Mm -hmm. you won't even hear the dogs barking on the back of the ute. This must be New Zealand talk. (laughs) A ute is a pickup truck. (laughs) You won't even hear the dogs barking on the back of the ute as they drive off. (laughs) Wow. Who's going to buy it? Who's going to want to buy a farm? The government? Mm-hmm. So they can grow trees? Or so they can put their factories there to put their way more profitable than regular farming fake meat products. Unless there's some minerals underneath that we don't know about, mm-hmm. you know, that they want to mine. Opposition lawmakers from the conservative ACT party said they plan, the, the plan would actually increase worldwide emissions by moving farming to other countries that were less efficient at making food. That's a good point. New Zealand's farming industry is vital to its economy. Dairy products, including those used to make infant formula in China, are the country's largest export earner. There are just 5 million people in New Zealand, but some 10 million beef and dairy cattle and 26 million sheep. Holy crap. The prime minister said all the money collected from the proposed farm levy would be put back into the industry to fund new technology Research and incentive payments for the farmers. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't How? be given. Why would they want to take their own money? Why would they need to take their own money back from the government? It's because the central the planners, industry. the government knows how the farmers should be spending their money in order to reduce methane. Except exactly how does this work? What, what, what can the government do except take Slaughter your, cows. except, except take your cows away from you yeah. to reduce the methane production by 47%. There's no other way. There's no other option. The money isn't going to get rid back. of cows. The money isn't going back to the industry. If anything, what's going to happen is the money will be collected by the state of New uh, Zealand. They will take a huge cut off the top for their bureaucracy and pay all of their yep. bureaucrats. Yep. And then if they give anything back to quote unquote the industry, it will be the politically connected. It will be the lobbies. People. It will be the, yes, exactly. So every, so every. The bug farmers. They're going to get it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Here's another option. And of course these or are the, the tofu people. Here are the, the people you say who are going to get a cut of this. Yeah. This money, this levy, a British Startup company is unveiling the latest in face mask designs for cows. Just what everybody's been needing. The the product that we've really been needing to make our lives all better. What is that supposed to do? Zelp, LTD, a UK-based technology firm, has developed a mask to capture methane emitted from cows breathing or burping. With a staged goal of reducing global warming, the company claims the masks are capable of reducing cattle methane emissions by 60%. Are they going to use that methane to do something like power some kind of an electric I'm sure plant? there's some kind of filter in there that's collecting it, if it's, if it's working at all. You just listened to the new extended Free Talk Live Daily Digest. We felt this format was more appropriate for our podcast audience and decided to make it our official podcast. 
If you subscribe to the Daily Digest or full episode RSS feeds, please resubscribe to the main FTL podcast feed, which you can find at feeds.freetalklive.com. The other feeds rely on a third-party service, and though they'll have the same content, we can't be sure how long they'll stay online. If you still want the entire radio show, you can listen live every night from 7 to 10 Eastern at freetalklive.com. Full video archives are at video.freetalklive.com or tune into our 24-7 stream for the latest show at listen.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live's amps will continue to receive the full two-hour radio show with no recorded commercials via podcast through Patreon. So please join amps.freetalklive.com for just $5 a month. Thank you for listening to and sharing Free Talk Live.